Did the last person that you were with make you doubt that you were the abuser? Maybe you question, am I the narcissist? Am I the toxic person? Well, I want to talk to you today about some of the gaslighting techniques and some of the things that happen when the narcissist or the toxic person is trying to make you doubt if you're actually the abuser. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you're new here and want to be able to learn a little bit about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, you like what I'm telling you about some of my story and just trying to peel back some of the layers of the narcissistic brain and talking through narcissism and how it's affected me and the people in my life, then please subscribe. Hit that notification, share some videos with some friends and family or some people that might help understand your situation or that might bring light to theirs. But we'd love to have you. Hit that notification so you get notified when we drop new videos, when we do Q, uh, Q&As online and a bunch of different things like that so you can see and be a part of the community that we're trying to form. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, today we're talking through this aspect of, did you ever doubt that you're the abuser? Like, did you ever question it of like, maybe it's me? Like, I'm confused. Is it me? Is it not me? And you might be worried, like, maybe you're the abusive one. Maybe you're the person that is actually the abuser and it's getting all twisted around. So I want to break it down in a couple sections today. The first aspect is identifying the game. The second one is talking about your fault. The third one is the aspect of justify the abuse and then the fourth thing is actually diving into four things to help you know if you actually are the abuser of like what's going on, okay? So just to preface starting off, narcissistic abuse is very, very real. Some people are still at the place of like, they're just learning about it. They're just understanding. And they're like wondering like, wait a second, like what is this? What's going on? Like I just learned about it. I just found about it. Like narcissistic abuse is extremely real and it destroys and damages a lot of relationships, a lot of friendships, co-workers, like all different things, it destroys and damages a lot of families. 
It breaks apart families. It really like rips at a lot of people because it is so focused, it's so egocentric and ego focused that it doesn't really matter if that person that's the abuser is running over everybody else to get what they want. Like very much like a selfishness, but also running away from shame and trying to avoid accountability. It has widespread effect and ramifications, and it typically spills over onto you and onto other people when you're in close proximity to that abuse or if you're the one that's in the relationship. Well, one of the first things I brought up is this aspect of the game. You have to understand when you're with a narcissist, there is a game that's being played. There's a game with you that's being played to try to manipulate and to try to control you. This could be the idea of like the game is to decrease your confidence or to make you dependent on them or to make you stuck in a relationship so that you don't know what you're supposed to do, but you do know who you have to go back to and that's the same person to be able to get that validation, to be able to get that love, that support, and to be able to figure out how do you get back up on that pedestal that they knocked you off of. Well, when we're talking about narcissism and the game that's actually being played, there's a whole underlying aspect that the goal is to make you doubt yourself, like to doubt the reality that you're believing, to to doubt the reality that you're seeing, and to doubt that it's actually something that needs to be brought up or that needs to be said. When a narcissist makes you start to doubt yourself, you become extremely less effective at holding boundaries. Because you're like, well, I need to set this boundary. Well, yeah, are you sure about that? Well, no, maybe not. Maybe it's not the boundary I need to set. Maybe it's something. And you start to justify and minimize the abuse that actually happens in the relationship. A lot of times when you're doubting yourself, it becomes a tactical move that a narcissist is trying to do to be able to reduce the quality of what you're putting out there and to reduce the quality of your thoughts and your boundaries so that they can break through them. A narcissist oftentimes is weaponized with knowledge of like learning about narcissism. Uh, Maybe you said something or like, hey, you're a narcissist, things like that. They become weaponized with knowledge and oftentimes will turn that around on you and to start making you doubt yourself. You know, maybe you're the toxic one. Maybe you're the abuser. So there's a game to be played that you have to understand. And it's very tactical a lot of times of let me do this to reduce your confidence, to increase their power, to make you doubt yourself, to get knowledge so that they can turn it around on you. Well, then typically what will happen is we step into the next thing, which I'd identified as your fault. That's what they say, right? Like it is your fault. And we bring this whole aspect of blame and projection into the picture where the narcissist is blaming you and is attacking you for the different things that are going on. And typically, the idea is like, I need you to fall for this first. Like, this is the first level that I need you to admit at. At this point, it becomes a game along the lines of saying it's your fault and then changing it when that doesn't work of saying, okay, it's our fault. You see, because the idea is it has to be your fault first and foremost. It can't be my fault. It can't be something that I'm struggling with. It has to be you. And getting to the place of saying, hey, this is your fault and you don't accept that, it comes back to the narcissist. Think of it like a present. You give it back to the narcissist. You have this present. They wrap it up. They make it into a completely new like design. Still the same present. Completely designed on the outside. They give it back to you and you're like, actually, it's our fault. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And you start to think, oh, like, okay, I can, I can take part of this. And that's when the narcissist knows they've got you. Because at that point in their mind, they've already switched it over. They've given it your fault and they've changed it to our fault. The only thing they did is drop the Y, but they didn't actually change the content of the things that they're giving you, at least in their head. So you have to understand that part of the game as well, that blame and projection. That's the first step, okay? This has to be on you and not on them. It can't be something that I'm responsible for. The your has to change to our, whatever I have to do to put it on you, okay? Even, so uh, my wife and I, we were on a date night a couple weeks ago and we, we saw this restaurant and it was a, uh, it was like a Tex-Mex restaurant. When I first saw it, I was like, that's a Spanish, like that's a uh, Spanish restaurant. It's a Mexican restaurant. Um, because I was like, oh, it's got like tacos and stuff like that. And she was like, yeah. And then she showed me a bunch of this other stuff that wasn't necessarily Mexican. She was like, see, but there's other stuff on it too. And she was like, see, you can, you can say that I'm right. Because like, I was like, no, it's Mexican and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, like you're half right. And she was like, okay. And I was like, can I be like 51% right? And she was like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like, sweet, I'm right. Because immediately the idea is like, oh, if I can just give you not just your, but if I can give you our, it means that I'm still right. I'm still the good person. Okay, now that was like a silly example, but that illustrates the concept of what it actually is when that narcissist is trying to give you the blame and to put it on you. Okay, you have to understand this is the first level is like half acceptance to get you just open to it, to get you open to the idea that you are at fault. Okay. The other aspect that we need to talk about is the using the terminology to be able to justify the abuse. Okay. So there's a game to be played. It has to be your fault. And then the terminology to justify the abuse starts to come out. This is when you start to see the narcissist come into your life and be like, you know, I just, I don't, I just don't feel safe around you. I no longer feel emotionally safe. I feel like you're being like abusive. It seems like you're being really attacking with your words, with the things that are going on. And they're not willing to take accountability that the action that they're putting out there has been driving you for such a long period of time to a reaction that is normally what they try to hold accountable. Do you need to understand that a lot of times they're putting different things in play to be like, hey, if I keep pressing this button, eventually it'll blow up. And when it blows up, then I'm able to say, see, you know, it wasn't me. You know, yeah, I, I, I poked you a million times, death by a thousand cuts, but you know, it wasn't me. And kind of trying to put it around. And so many times people focus on the reaction, not the action that actually caused the reaction to start off with. The person who is reacting, reactive abuse, is still responsible for how they act and responsible for what they do. But you have to understand, they've already been set up and built to a place where it's going to happen because of everything that happened before, all the boundaries that were crossed, all the silent treatment, all the things that were meant to poke and prod at them to get a reaction, to get a response. Well, when a narcissist is starting to use terminology to justify the abuse or terminology that you're like, wait a second, where did you learn this? Like, this is something that is a narcissistic terminology you're starting to learn. They're setting the groundwork. Like they're, they're building that of like, now I've got you at a place where you've already accepted half the fault. You've already started to acknowledge the, the terminology that I'm putting out there. You've already started to be like, okay, well maybe that was a little like abusive. Like you've started to do this, then they can raise the stakes. Then they can start inserting like what they want in the relationship, who you are is actually the toxic person. They can start putting that in, get to the place where they outright call you abusive. 
You get mad with their lies. You start to get frustrated or rage out. And they're like, see, like that, that wasn't me. That's all you. And that like, you have to be careful because with the terminology, they become weaponized to be able to justify the abuse and be able to twist it around and put it on you. All right, so I told you to tell you four things, okay? Four things to help you know or help you kind of look at, are you actually the abuser? What's actually going on there, okay? Number one, look at the action that's causing the reaction. Like, you need to be able to see, like, why am I reacting this way? Like, why did I act out of character? Why did I just rage out or yell or, like, scream? Like, why did this just happen? You have to kind of walk it back and be able to see, okay, what happened before that? Why did I respond this way? What were the triggers? What is the story I'm telling myself? All these different things to understand what was the action Like what actually happened that started off that chain of events that led to that aspect. Okay. So you have to be able to think of that action versus just causing the reaction. Like look at what caused it. Okay. Second thing is self-reflection of what you're doing. So kind of at the same level, except we're not tracking it necessarily back, but it's more or less like, wait a second in this moment, what am I doing? Like what is actually going on? What is going through my head? Sometimes there's a different way to be able to go into it or a different way to meditate or a different way to process the things and the feelings that people are experiencing to try to be like, okay, this is something that is way out of my character. I don't think I've ever done this in any other relationship. Maybe I need to check in with someone else to see, hey, is this how you know me? Is this what I've been doing? Like what is going on here? Okay, the third thing is identify the toxic traits, build a plan, and attack them. So many times people are like, well, how do I know if I'm the narcissist? And people are like, well, if you're asking, then you're not. It's completely false. And a lot of times that's enabling abusers to actually hide under that. Okay. So don't do that. But the thing you have to understand is like, if there's pieces that you're like, am I the narcissist? Am I the abuser? Let's identify those pieces. Let's identify the things you're like, this is not me, or this is out of character. This is what I'm worried about. And let's work on building a plan. Because like we can set up a plan of like, this is how you grow, change, heal, and develop if we first acknowledge this is where you are and this is where you wanna be. And then we work on that day by day, week by week to build you to a place of healing, growth, change, and development. That's so we do at Raw Innovations. That's what I do every single day, working with people one-on-one. All right, the fourth and final thing is you're gonna have narcissistic fleas when you're with a narcissistic person that make you respond and act out of character. So identifying those and saying like, hey, this is a piece that is different that I haven't had and this can actually go away. Understanding that it's possible for it to go away. You don't become a narcissist by being with a narcissist. You might pick up toxicity, but that toxicity is not going to stick if you're committed to your growth and willing to invest in your healing and your change moving forward. Last but not least, if you identify with some of this or you're questioning about some of this, would love to have you reach out. I would love to be able to help you on your journey and to help you through the process of breaking the trauma bond, being able to set an idea of like how to get free from the toxicity or the abuse or the rumination and be able to help you set up healthy boundaries so moving forward, you don't go back to a toxic person and you don't get involved with someone who's filled with toxicity as well. 